Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me again. It's January 17th, 2024. I'm Tanya Gaw, the founder of Action for Canada, and this is the weekly update. And uh, always remember, Action for Canada does, doesn't just bring you the news on our weekly updates. We actually provide you resources and effective solutions. So be sure, if you're not a member of Action for Canada, go down into the description and join us so that you can be part of the amazing campaigns that we're doing nationwide uh, to protect our freedoms and uh, secure a future for our children. All right. Uh, one thing I'm going to ask you to do is, if you haven't already done so, please join our Rumble page. Um, we are not uh, allowed to be on uh, YouTube uh, because, they, of course, we violate their policies. That's been for some time right now. And so we rely on getting our information out through this uh, very effective and reliable uh, source, as is Rumble. Now, on the next, um, as well, I want what I wanted to uh, mention as well is to please give us a thumbs up and please share these videos. As I say, there's lots of amazing people out there who are doing a wonderful job at reporting the news, but we're actually applying actions. And uh, whether it's regarding mass immigration and the housing crisis or the Palestinian uh, pro-terrorist uh, individuals that are out on our streets campaigning, it, it, it anything you can imagine. And one of the frontliners we're on, of course, is... Um, effectively supporting our kids and bringing awareness to the UN, WHO's, WEF's agenda to sexualize our children at the earliest age possible. And so we do parent webinars. All of that information, like I say, is on our Rumble page as a great source uh, to find this out. Really exciting as well. I'm doing a little sidetrack as I'm looking at all the great stuff we're doing. But our very own Pastor Dan Vachon also is known as A Percy Prepper Dan. And we've got uh, nine videos that he's created. They started last, uh, he started last year on this, helping you to prep, to garden, uh, to homestead. And there's going to be more videos coming out that we'll bring to your awareness. All right, super. And as well, uh, some time ago, I was banned on Twitter. Facebook is censoring me, of course. And so uh, since Elon Musk came back on, I do have a platform on Twitter, but it's been near impossible to get my followers back up to where I was. So please uh, find me and connect because this is one of the best ways for us also to, uh, while we still have the platform, to be able to share information. All right, um, into the news. I want to just give a little bit of a warning here. I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but BC plans to give safer supply fentanyl to minors and parents won't have a say. Um, in, in BC, I mean, this is just a very dark time that we're going through right now as far as parental rights are concerned. It's insanity. And, you know, to pull our kids out of the public school system, this massive public school exit, is is essential and to uh you know to it's almost like you want to put a big fence around your home and keep your kids uh home until they're you know old enough and wise enough and um prepared enough to face this world so there's all kinds of uh drugs that the bc government of course is uh making legal that they have made legal and our kids are really paying a high price right now and as you know i think it was last week i Okay, sorry, I just saw a little thing come in, not for me. Okay, uh, last week I had mentioned how Judge uh, Christopher Hinkson, I mean, it is, it is beyond my words 
as to how they could possibly say drug dealers rights are being uh, charter rights are being infringed upon by not allowing them to be high in the playgrounds. And um, there's a lot of uh, misconceptions, of course, of those who are lobbying the government and the judge and the case that they presented as to why that even makes sense. And, and now it's making it, you know, uh, a, a real risk and concern for parents to bring their children to the playgrounds. And uh, drug, drug paraphernalia, you don't know if they're going to step on a needle. Uh, so the rights of the drug dealers, the rights of all the insanity is trumping reasonable, rational, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens. And so if you don't like the sounds of this, you know what you need to do. You need to get involved in the next election. Either run for office or support somebody who's running and let's start getting some good people into office and let's start firing these judges who are out of their mind and uh, let's bring some sanity back to humanity. Okay, uh, this is a good news report. Federal judge order CDC to release all vaccine safety text entries to the public. There's 7.8 million. And what this means is during the time that people were taking the vaccines, they, if they'd had um, you know, an adverse effect, then they were to report it. And it's proving 7.8 million adverse effects. Uh, there's one lady that was a doctor and she was trying to set an example for others by taking the jab. And she was like on her hundredth day of um, nobody assisting her. And we're talking with severe illness directly related to the jab. So they feel that by this report coming out, this is going to expose this cover up and hopefully collapse this whole system. We hope the heads are going to roll and people are going to go to jail and it's long overdue. Also, um, the WHO, can you believe this? WHO steers clear of pediatric transition. And that's because they have a Swedish uh, report that's come out clearly stating there's a strong case for urgent studies of the effects of puberty blockers on the brain. And the Swedish study says, you know what, that they have not done their due diligence and that there's damaging effects taking place while they uh, suppress puberty. I mean, it's a no-brainer to the rest of the world, but the WHO in the next report in this headline, the World Health Organization announces transgender guideline plans. WHO stated that due to uncertain evidence for affirming care for children and adolescents, it will focus its recommendations on adults only. Now, those young adults that they're focusing on are the ones that have been indoctrinated in our school system, and they shouldn't be touched either with any of these drugs, because it's, I don't care if they're adults, they were indoctrinated. It's like putting somebody in a cult and at the age of 20, bringing them out and expecting them to be able to uh, be part of society. No, these individuals need help as well. Now, going into it, uh, the reason that I'm bringing up the coronation oath again, and for those of you who um, are new to Action for Canada and hearing me, we have certain uh, policies, legislations, foundational documents that are in place that stand today that all of this nonsense that the Trudeau government has been inflicting upon us for the last eight years is in violation not only of our constitution but the coronation oath. And the coronation oath, and King Charles signed it last year, May, it states very clearly that he has sworn of his power to maintain the laws of God and the true profession of the gospel. And that means upholding the laws uh, that were in, are in Canada as well. And the Constitution is the supreme law of Canada. 
And in Section 52.1, it says that if there's any inconsistency with the provisions of the Constitution, to the extent of the inconsistency of us is of no force or effect. So the rule of law in Canada always said that it's against the law to mutilate children. And on the government's own website, it talks about female genital mutilation, also known as FGM, and that is uh, Muslims and Sikhs, people uh, from other uh, societies, okay, other different belief systems are coming into Canada and they believe that cutting the genitals of girls uh, is part of their religion and their belief, belief system. But in Canada, it's considered child abuse. But look what they're doing to our kids. They're cutting off young young men's penises and they're mutilating girls' uh, vaginas and, uh, you know, nobody is saying anything other than. So if we go back to the coronation oath and the Constitution, none of this is any force or effect and whoever is doing this should be held to the highest extent of the law and put in jail. And so it also says here as well, under the criminal code, that uh, for greater certainty in this section, wounds or maims includes to excise, infibulate, or mutilate, all right, the uh, private parts of our young people. It's against the criminal code. Now, when we're talking about, um, you know, putting these individuals on puberty blockers, there is uh, reports coming in that there is a heightened risk of uh, mental illness, responses, reactions, to the medications, and we're seeing more and more of these reports all the time. Here, the title is Deranged Transgender Pedophile to Serve Sentence in the Community After Being Rearrested Days After Release from Prison. These people need help. They, okay, the World Health uh, Organization removed transgenderism from the list of mental health uh, concerns back in, I think it was 2017 or 18, so that they could make way for this and not call it mental illness. But anybody that's not accepting their body, there are issues and we do need to get these people help. All right, this is a major alert. I talked about this once, I believe, last year, but it came up as a headline today on Epoch Times. This is published in 2019, and at that time in the States, the Satanic Temple was designated as a church given tax-exempt status. And so the problem, the reason I'm saying this, I'll get to how it applies to Canada in just a moment, Um, but there was a recent article in Cosmopolitan literally giving you the details of how to have a satanic abortion ceremony. Many of you may know that there are many states that are overturning banning abortion. And now that they have uh, satanic temple has a, a religious status, they're now using that religious status to say that they should have satanic abortion rituals. And if they don't allow them to do this, that that's in violation of their religious rights. This is sick. This is very sick and it needs to be shut down. Now, what does this have to do with Canada? I had seen or had heard about the Satanic Temple because they were having a lot of success in the United States. And I realized that there would be a need for this in Canada. Or there was a need for this in Canada. would build a statue to Satan. So we don't worship the devil. 
uh, we don't believe in a personal devil. We look at the devil, we look at, at the Luciferian character as being representing that eternal rebel within all of us. Your power is now your own and you are free to walk your own path. There's an undeniable rise in more conservative thought. And um, conservative thought has always been deeply ingrained with tradition, which in turn is often deeply ingrained in the predominant religion. The Satanic Temple has always found it important to actually take on the institutions and the systems that would use tradition and religious freedom uh, to actually promote a dominant religious viewpoint. It turns out that the, uh, the move to Canada was a, a positive and needed thing. Wow. Well, I, I don't think it's a positive or needed. And what we've been trying to emphasize in these last years is that, uh, you know, there's growing concerns. Sorry, just a moment about the attack against um, our established constitution foundation of this nation, which is founded on biblical principles. And they are wanting to come in. I mean, we, they have been spending decades. I'm saying they, the government, the globalists in trying to destroy Western nations because Christianity, nations founded on Christianity are the only ones that truly had democracies. And many times I've challenged you to look at the 56 Islamic majority countries, Pakistan, North Korea, China, there's so many that we could look at. And it was only once upon Western nations that enjoyed the democracy. And we have moved away from that because uh, elected uh, prime ministers have come in with their agenda. The agenda has been communism and the only way to raise communism in this nation, Marxism, socialism, whatever you want to call it, is by destroying the church. And so um, people have become convinced through the PSYOP over these, these years that everybody should have room to believe whatever they want and everything and anything goes. But you cannot function as a society like that. There has to be boundaries and rules and there's laws in place. And so when you bring individuals like this in who are focused on tearing down that structure and going against tradition, it is so that they can bring in evil. I mean, this is completely right from the pit of hell. And, and to me, you know, we've removed uh, God from our schools. Take a look at our school systems. How are you liking it? We've removed God from government. And how are you liking that? How do you like our government and those that are promoting this kind of agenda? And we've removed God from society. Do you know, raise that pride flag, but don't you dare talk about God and don't be on a, a corner handing out uh, pamphlets. And, and so the um, one thing I want you to notice about this statue is it's not adults standing there. It's children. And throughout biblical history, throughout uh, time is one of the greatest uh, signs that a society has fallen is the sacrifice of children. I mean, what child, just this nice little girl in her little dress and this little boy, what child would be wanting to stand before a demonic figure in awe of it? All right. They are gunning for our children. You can hear it through the uh, demonic uh, abortions, rituals. I mean, how dark and evil is that? And then you see what they're doing by mutilating our children. Make no mistake, there is nothing loving about 
uh, gender-affirming care, and we know that. So right in the middle of it, I'm going to bring up a Bible verse, Je Joshua 24, 15, and encourage you, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served or the gods of the Amorites who, whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And I'm encouraging you, make a stand this day for Canada. Even if you're not a Christian, stand on the principles that this country was founded on. Uh, because as we lose them, we are slipping further and further into depravity and evil. One of those evils I've been reporting on is the rise of radical Islam in Canada and around the world. They want world dominance. Wherever the moderate Muslim enters, the radicals have the time, the money, and the will to come in and uh, bring their agenda. And they come with a smile on their face, sometimes with a suit on. And you've got to start to understand that we have a right to defend our country. We have a right to defend what our founding fathers gifted us with, okay? And we need to fight for it to gift it to the next generation. This is huge. So with all the Palestinian Palestinians coming out on the streets, these pro-terrorist, pro-Hamas individuals, in my mind, they need to go. They need to be deported. And this needs to stop because anytime you start going down this rabbit hole and I'll provide the report that I wrote many years ago, I mean, don't just sit and say, Tanya, you're intolerant. No, I love my country. And I expect that if I was going to go to the 56 Islamic majority countries, I have a feeling I'd need to integrate and assimilate. And I, I don't even think as a white Christian, I would be very welcome there or North Korea or China or Pakistan. I wouldn't be safe. And so when people come to our country, once upon a time, they were expected to take an oath on the Bible, which means that uh, that oath had to stand as far as being a citizen is concerned, and they had to integrate and assimilate and learn the language. If you're an immigrant and you're not speaking English when you're out in public, you're part of the problem. You came to Canada because we're a beacon of hope and we want you here, but then you need to integrate. If you want to save Canada, you need to help us out. So we're asking you, please do what my mom did. She and her four brothers and my, ma my grandmother came from the Netherlands and they spoke English when they were out in public. This doesn't have to do with the color of your skin or your religion. This has to do with respecting the country that you're entering in. And Islam is pushing their agenda, the radical Islamists. There's a terror TV station established in Canada, supported by US and European radicals right here in Canada. And I understand of course, it's uh, all got to do with Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Palestinians who are out on our streets. So be aware of this. If Again, if you don't like the sounds of this and the Trudeau government uh, funding the Palestinians, then I suggest that you start calling your elected officials and make it known. All right? The squeaky wheel gets the attention. Now, this gentleman is um, Mohammed Fahik, Fakih. Vicky is the uh, head of um, Paramount Fine Foods. He's got a lot of restaurants and things. Well, he has quite a history, but he's made it to the news because he posted a, 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 a very um, unkind tweet the other day, and it was uh, against Israelis. He says, unfortunately, sorry, I'm just trying to find, Vick said in a, in since deleted his tweet, because it was basically that Zionists coming to Paramount Foods, no, they're not welcome. And of course, there was public backlash against him making such a comment here in Canada. Like, how dare he? Our Jewish people were here before he was, and they were, and they have a right to live freely in Canada. And that kind of statement incites hate. 
and um, but he has a history. So under current issues, you'll see political Islam. And if you scroll down just a little bit, you'll see the rise of political Islam in Canada. And that's a report that I did back in 2018 and 19. And if you um, do a search, you'll come up with uh, Mr. Fakie's name as the head of uh, Paramount Fine Foods, and he has been tied allegedly to funding Islamic Relief and the NCCM has strongly influenced elections in support of Islamic leadership. He's a close friend of Justin Trudeau's, and um, the food chain here, as it says, is operating in Canada, producing also halal food. Now, there are many reports that have been given that halal food, a percentage of it actually funds terrorism. And go into the report, read a little more. Um, I think this individual owes everybody a big apology. And I just, you know, if we don't like what's going on again, we need to get rid of Trudeau and we need to vote out all of these liberals that are Islamists. I would not be able to go to one of their countries and sit in office. And so if we expect to save Canada, we need people in office who are going to embrace our foundation and our values because we're going down a very slippery slope as well as far as mass immigration and people being permitted with an agenda to come in to office. And as I've said at the top of this report, if we go down, uh, just closing on that, um, sorry. Okay, it's the explanatory memorandum. Um, I've mentioned it many times before. Here it is. Their agenda is to enter our miserable house uh, from within and destroy us. And they don't need guns coming in or to do what they've done in Israel by raping and beheading, although those times are going to come as soon as they get to a certain uh, population growth. Uh, this is when you start hearing about the beheadings and the attacks against the citizens, the born and raised citizens of a nation. Just look up the history. This was more um, information on this gentleman and his ties to Justin Trudeau. It says Islamic Relief Canada, according to its own annual reports, works independently in partnership with Islamic Relief Worldwide and other local and international partners to fund ongoing programs. Um, again, go on, listen to Tom Quiggan who is calling for an investigation report that the RCMP are not touching. Okay, a real quick recap, and then I'll wrap this up. As well, uh, we have found out Toronto Sun apparently put out this great report and exposed you thinking, where are all these people coming out for these Palestinian marches? Well, it ends up they're being paid. And it's a group in uh, Victoria called the Plenty Collective. They say it's being uh, funded by uh, foreign investors, and it's just trying to create a false media notion that Israel was all white and opposed by a diverse group. When the rest of the report says up to $20,000 a month, by the way, going back months. Can you imagine where that kind of money would come from? Okay, so don't think that there's all kinds of uh, support for the Palestinians. This is paid support. That was just another report. Okay, so what, are you, what could you do? You could come onto our website. It'll be in the description as well. Sign the petition to stop mass immigration and demand a moratorium. And that from here on in, we would bring can people into Canada that actually like us and, you know, are, are going to be a nice, positive part of our society. Israel is a long-standing ally in the Middle East.
and we support Israel and we support the Jewish community in Canada and we've always lived at peace with them. We've never been threatened in Canada by the Jewish community. So that needs to stand. All right, I've talked about, uh, we're going to have our guest tonight. I'm super excited to have Dr. Kelly Pelfi on to uh, talk about her series, The Hidden Epidemic of Male Sexual Abuse. So you're watching my weekly update. Be sure to go to the description because we'll be providing the link to the Empower Hour. But I also will be providing this link. Uh, Dr. Kelly is going to talk in depth about, we're going we're gonna to focus on, uh, boys, young men, and males, the sexual abuse, um, the, the process of what they go through, help that uh, can be had. But I also want to bring awareness that we have a mass social, social contagion happening in the schools. And in this particular Empower Hour I did back in September or October, I have evidence proving from the resources from the BC education itself proving that they are indoctrinating, sexualizing, and grooming our children. And so I'm asking you to please watch this video, send it to parents. I've worked with moms whose kids are coming home and saying, I'm no longer a girl, I'm a boy. I said, before we have any further conversations, watch my video so you can see. This is a K to grade six of how they are indoctrinating children and sexualizing them and grooming them. It breaks my heart. But we need this information out. We need more parents to know so they pull their kids out and homeschool. And uh, so with that, go to the political LGBTQ page and you can find a whole lot more other amazing resources. The video that we're going to do today, the uh, report with Dr. Kelly will also be down. If you scroll way down to the bottom of this page, you'll be able to access it there as well. All right. So there is our guest. And in closing, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. That's from Ecclesiastes 12, 13 to 14. So anyways, just giving you another nudge there. Make sure that you watch the description uh, or look in the description below for the Empower Hour. Give us a thumbs up and please share our information in our videos. Thank you so much. God bless you and God bless Canada. Druthers is Canada's largest, most loved, independent, people-powered newspaper. Now with over 8.5 million copies printed and distributed coast-to-coast by concerned Canadians like you. Please, donate, subscribe, volunteer, get involved. Together we can save this country. If you stand for freedom, go to www.druthers.net. Today's episode was sponsored by Galatians 5-1 Freedom Coffee. Galatians 5-1 is the first freedom-fighting coffee company focused on bringing unity back into community by bridging the divide with gourmet coffee. It goes beyond fueling the fight for freedom. Action for Canada receives 10% of all coffee sales made. Galatians 5-1 offer a wide selection of coffee products. Go to Galatians 5-1 freedom.coffee to choose your own personal coffee experience made just for you.